I do yeah. like to be around people that are like, there's a little more depth to mm-hmm. A little Life. more intellectually stimulating, which well, is why I see you want to be my friends. And it's yes, really nice. yes. Well, you know what? Like, I am totally fine talking about dumb, stupid things and laugh. No, no, which no. Is no. Which is no. Right. That was a good way to like turn it around. I'm like, wow, look how smart I am. Yeah, I'm fine talking about stupid things. No, cool. That's not what I meant. Hi, I'm Alicia. And I'm Natalie, and welcome to our podcast, Somewhere in Between, because life isn't always black and white. So join us as we laugh and cry and ramble on a little bit, or a lot of bit. Enjoy our show. Welcome back to another episode. This week is is going to be kind of a fun discussion, one that we had to dive into the recesses of our brain to see what we do. So yeah. this week, we're talking about um, your partner, friend, or someone close to you has a different view than you, and it makes you question everything about them. And also, we're going to be talking about how to respond to that. How do we mm-hmm. how do we respond to when people have different viewpoints and express them or do things differently? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we move past that and work es- through it? Especially since this one's on my mind because I f- I feel like the world has gone through some controversial topics lately very right very like very dividing like there was Mm -hmm. covid like the mask versus no mask or biden versus trump or guns gun control versus yes you know like heavier gun control and we're not going to try to get political on here or say like here's what you guys should think but it's important to recognize how our own approaches how we're going to talk to others who have different viewpoints Mm-hmm. Because that's half the battle. I mean, with politics, half the battle is how one one side is going to respond to the other side. Mm-hmm. And really, do we want a division? Is it worth a division, or is it worth figuring out a middle ground mm-hmm. to work through? And I kind of think yeah. that's the better way of doing it: figuring out how you can be resolved on an issue, even if you don't agree mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah, that's hard, though. It is hard because. Everyone comes from such different backgrounds and like mm-hmm. different things that kind of help shape what your opinion is on things or your viewpoint. So as far as like, I don't think we're naive enough to think that everyone will always agree 100% on things. Sure. Um, but what we do struggle with is like the hardcore one side or the other and no room for discussion because I think what it comes down to when I've when I've seen someone with like a completely differing view that in the past I've been like wow that is a very selfish view and if you have no way of seeing the other side then you're just like a really selfish person and I'm not sure that like I can get behind you you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like so it's like changed my opinion about some people um but then I think a lot of times, like, I've seen it in my life where people just kind of, like, yell their opinion at each other. <laughs> and, and how does that work for them? Yeah, and then they <laughs> leave and are, like, they're just wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, And no one is edified. At the end of your mm-hmm. little yell matching, you know, growing up, we'd call it Bible bashing. Whether mm-hmm. it was about the yeah. Bible or not, mm-hmm. it was they were willing to yell their opinion. And it's funny with the Bible bashing because – the principles you know of the bible are to be kind and pure and yet they're yeah. 
being mean and unkind. Mm-hmm. And that can apply to anything. You know, someone who has a debate about whether abortion is good or bad. Mm-hmm. And yet it's like, let's get back to the heart of the issue. Right. You know, what does this mean for an individual rather than what does this mean, I don't know, for a society. But that also has implications. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I've I've found, because I've been on like a far side of some of these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've found is that the more that I look into the other side's viewpoint of it, mm-hmm. the more I'm like, oh, there are scenarios that I didn't understand. Do you know what I mean? Like a viewpoint I had never considered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like um, from where I'm sitting in my little cushy area, you know. (laughs) My armchair professorness. (laughs) My my armchair podcasting from a conservative, you know, like little town where there's not a lot of things going on that are really big issues in the nation. It was really easy for me to have like one opinion. Um, But the last few years I've tried to really be like, okay, why, what do other people think about this? Mm -hmm. Like, why are there such strong feelings on the other side? And I think that's when, when a middle ground can be met. Right. Right. Like. Only so much as the person you're debating with is willing to have that conversation too. And mm -hmm. that dialogue, inner dialogue. Why do I feel so staunchly against this or for this? Mm -hmm. Where, what does that look like? And how can I. How can I have a conversation with someone that doesn't agree with me? Like, mm-hmm. I think so far as yeah. the other person is willing to admit that no one has all of the truth, mm-hmm. the understanding, compassion, empathy, all of that. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't meet a middle ground if both people are not willing to meet a yes. middle ground. It's true. It takes both sides. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about this in relationships, like mm-hmm. about not huge dividing issues, but just, you know, like. I want to do this or you want to do this. Like, how do we meet in the middle? So we're both like happy. Both satisfied. So both yeah. satisfied. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, the people, like you said, that have no, no desire, no willingness to like, and a lot of it's not even like based in fact. It's just an opinion and they have a very strong opinion. Yes. Or a tradition. Or tradition. And that one's kind of a hard one to break through. Not yes. that you're trying to break anyone through, but just let's consider it a different way well that's tradition you know as they're raising their hands fiddle around tradition, tradition. <laughs> <laughs> you do not break tradition yeah well there's yeah. a person i knew uh, speaking with tra- about tradition mm-hmm. um this person had said um it's tax season right now you know mm-hmm. and this person said um she was at church and this lady was very shocked that she's gonna have to pay a ridiculous amount of taxes which the year prior she hadn't and some circumstances had changed. Anyway, she mm-hmm. was very worried because it'd be a lot of money and she was, oh my gosh, just feeling it, you know? Yeah. And so she expressed that at church, not in a big group, but just to this person I know, like, I just found out I'm going to have to pay a lot of taxes and I'm really worried. And uh, I just, you know, she's beside herself worried. And yeah. this person's response is, um, I don't think it's appropriate to talk about taxes at church. Really? And it's like, (laughs) but you're here at church for a lot of reasons, maybe. Yeah. But compassion, I believe, is one of them. Yeah. And so whether, you know, whether that topic is appropriate or not, it's a person in distress. I mean. Yeah, well, you're like. (laughs) Don't dismiss people because you have a tradition. 
Yeah. Well, are we, are, do they only have one topic while they're there? Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> oh, actually my, <laughs> this reminds me like uh, my husband went on a <clears throat> service mission somewhere for a couple of years um, and he met other, they're called missionaries. And while he was there, he mentioned that there was a female missionary and she would only speak in scripture the Ooh. whole time. Every time, like, if they asked her a question, she would repeat back a scripture. If they, like, she was teaching something, she would just Ooh. speak in scripture. I don't even... I bet she was able to connect really well with everyone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet that connection was forged and... <laughs> yeah. I bet a lot of people Ooh. really deeply fell in love with her authenticity. <laughs> you know? I can connect with her. Yeah. I, I can feel the truth. I connect with that. Judge not... Ye. Lest you be judged. Yeah, he was like, it, it was really weird. That is weird. And um, so, yeah, that's that's an extreme. You that know? is an extreme. And sure, like, every, you know, whatever people's viewpoints are out there at church, I'm not sure I've ever been to a meeting where I only talk about one topic. Right, <laughs> because life is so big. Yeah. So I kind of, you know, I, I don't like, I don't like creating big reactions in people because mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's fair to set them up. I really don't. Yeah. And with her true to that form, I was just like, oh, so why do you feel that way? Like, why do you feel that that topic was inappropriate? Well, that's just what I grew up with. And I was like, oh, so, you know, okay. Like, I can understand your viewpoint, but do you mm-hmm. think maybe she was seeking compassion and just understanding because she was really just worried? Oh, maybe she was. I hadn't yeah. thought of that. And yeah. it was just an interesting dynamic. Um Maybe mm-hmm. a little paradigm shift. And it was for me too because I thought, oh, this is why she was so against it because it was tradition. Like mm-hmm. I understood what she was saying. I thought yeah. she was wrong. But I still understood <laughs> <laughs> why she thought that way. But <laughs> I'm guessing she was an elderly lady that was aggressively wrong. I'm just kidding. Yes. She didn't have a bra. No, she did. <laughs> like maybe listening to our other podcast, some people have strong opinions. <laughs> and they are aggressively wrong. In the Gen Zero. <laughs> yeah. Like it's zero zero. Yeah. Negative almost. <laughs> that is true though. A lot of traditions. And and I like I said, over the last few years there's been a lot of thoughts mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, that was a tradition thought. You know, not actually based in steeped in fact or fact or like you experienced something yeah and so i'm like oh there is a whole nother world out there Mm -hmm. you know with people in completely different circumstances that would feel differently because they're in a completely different circumstance Mm -hmm. and that's okay too like and so yeah but it really does take both sides like willingness to work through like because you may not you may not be asking for them you might just want to tell people how wrong they are and that's not right necessarily mm-hmm. but yeah. anyway yeah. you just might not be in that mindset and maybe you shouldn't have that conversation if you're not willing to yeah because there well know. there's been a lot of times that I've realized I'm wrong you know like yeah because so if you're just always constantly trying to prove to people that you're right <laughs> you're missing out on like another perspective and so yeah I'm I'm much more open to like a discussion now than mm-hmm. I used to. Yeah. Like in the past, it would have been like, oh, I guess they're just not like my mm-hmm. person, you know, yeah. like, or my type of person, and right. then move on. I found um, many, many years ago, and I've since thought of this, I had, 
uh, two family members who were talking about this and I wasn't in the conversation and I was later told like, well, this is the conversation. And actually it was my dad. My dad was talking to another family member. This other family member was talking about, I think it was like UFOs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this person was very interested in it. Just, yeah, I saw this or I feel like this and I read this and this. And they were all for it. Like a lot of evidence had supported their viewpoint on it mm-hmm. and their own experience. They had, you know, some things that shaped their mindset. Mm-hmm. And my dad did something that I've since thought about for years. And I thought it's really commendable of him because rather than criticize this person and just make them feel dumb because, you know, they believe in UFOs, which mm-hmm. I'm not saying they don't or they do exist. It's just, it's a vastly different mindset if you're, it's just mm-hmm. controversial. It's very yeah. controversial. If you're not open to that, that, that it seems really yeah. like either you're going to seem really there. smart or really dumb, yeah. <laughs> depending on who you talk to and yeah. open up to. And so my dad's approach, and I just I think it's so cool. He just, he, you know, he went along with the conversation, not in any kind of like jest to make fun of nothing. It was just mm-hmm. asking him questions because this person was genuinely genuinely interested, and he went out of his way to tell my dad something that maybe. Others could have made fun of him. Mm-hmm. And so my dad was like, oh, that's really interesting. So what do you think about this and this? And what my dad believes with or against that, I don't I don't even know. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of have an idea what he does, but mm-hmm. that's not important. It's the fact that he was willing to listen, and that was the most important thing for this person. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, if the UFOs existed, if they exist, it's probably not going to affect me. Mm-hmm. if they if they do exist if they don't exist it's probably not going to affect me mm-hmm. but like what unless you get abducted but then, yeah <laughs> just kidding yeah that's true that too <laughs> the whole different conversation yeah, whole different conversation <laughs> but at the end of the day most of these conversations are not really going to affect you personally mm-hmm. i mean they're just not i mean there are some that will you know like whether or not your kids you know it's you know closer mm-hmm. to home yeah but these kind of conversations they're not going to hurt yeah hurt you or maybe benefit you other than the fact that you forged a new friendship mm-hmm. of mutual respect yeah that you're willing to listen and they're they trust you enough to tell and you're not gonna just make fun of them make them feel bad mm-hmm. and I thought that was cool with my dad because I asked him later I was like so what, what was he telling you about oh he was telling me about this and he thought it was interesting and I kind of snickered and you know I was like 20 I kind of mm-hmm. snickered like oh really you believe that he's like yeah and it was kind of cool to hear his viewpoint on it and I could see where he's coming from Although mm-hmm. I knew that his viewpoint was different. Yeah. But anyway, I thought it was so cool that mutual respect he was willing to give. Yeah. And still after the scene, he wasn't making fun of him. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, good for him. Yeah. And so now. That's awesome. With I some heard... things, I take that approach. Other things, you know. Yeah. I'm a lot more human and I'm kind of a jerk and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, I heard a similar thing with like Bigfoot though. Yeah. Like where someone was really for I mean they have like museums in certain places you know showing evidence of Bigfoot like and pictures of people that Mm -hmm. have seen him and whatever you know and this person went there and was like I don't believe but like I'll listen to everything uh and by the time he came out he was like I can't say yes or no Mm -hmm. but it was really interesting yeah and like you said like we don't have to like prove I don't know if Bigfoot is real or not. I don't know if UFOs are are, are not. Yeah. It, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that matters is everyone showed mutual respect, like mm-hmm. you said. Because where my problem comes in is that there are a lot of issues that affect 
someone directly, right? And so mm-hmm. they're like, I want it this way because then I get my way, essentially. Right. Like, this is the best scenario yeah. for me, and I'm just going to, like, forge ahead and be, like, really aggressively on this side mm-hmm. when there are other people in a different position yeah. that, that that side really hurts, mm-hmm. like gun control. That has been a r- really big thing, especially with, like, shootings mm-hmm. in schools. Right. And we live in an area where... You do not take away guns. You do not, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, people are very, and that's totally fine if people like them, you know. Um, anyway, I'm like I said, I'm not going to get <laughs> political on this, but I do think like things like that, that are big issues, it's totally fine for both sides to talk about it in a they respectful manner. Right. Yeah. Because one, one way or the other, somebody's rights going to be stripped if... Mm-hmm. If the other side is unwilling to listen and they get, they have the favor and they have certain things voted in, it's mm-hmm. like that would completely misrepresent the other half of the people who have another opinion mm-hmm. that is just as valid as their opinion. You know, these other right? People. It's Someone just, who has a child that's been killed in a school shooting will have a completely different perspective than someone that has only used them or that uses them for shooting, like for hunting and whatever that's like, oh, these are my rights. I can go, you know. And so I get like there are two people that have come from totally opposite sides, you know. And so I think I just wish more people would talk about it. I mean, we're called somewhere in between because we love that middle ground. Yes. You know, like. It's healthy. I mean. Yes. Some things in life, and I actually can't think of any one specific thing where it's okay to be totally extreme. Mm Mm-hmm. I used to think that when I was younger. Yeah. Like I I was very extreme. Very extreme. And I didn't think I was because I I fell on the side that there was the right extreme. So of mm-hmm. course I couldn't be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like we were, I was so right. We were on the right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, silly things. Everything else was on the evil. Yeah. You know, it was like but good I was versus right. evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, I tease with my teenagers knowing everything and how easy it is and ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. But I was just the same way. You know, even into my early 20s. And then I had some big paradigm shifts and I realized, oh, I've not actually explored this. I was told that this is how it is. And I did my surface, not surface, I did my research as far as I could allow myself to do the the research Mm -hmm. on the other side. But I stopped once. A lot of times we research what confirms what we want to believe. Was it confirmation bias? Is that what it's called? Oh, I don't know. Where it confirms your own bias. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. That sounds right. And I did a lot of that. And I I thought I was willing to hear both sides. And, you know, with some things I still, I know I'm I'm not willing to hear both sides because, but I'm a lot, it's a lot easier for me now to acknowledge mm-hmm. there's a lot more happening than I can ever. <laughs> Everything is a lot more complicated. It is. Than just like, yes or no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I used to think like you as far as too like the world was black and white mm-hmm. you know and if what's we right got, is right what's wrong is wrong mm-hmm. and if we mm-hmm. got into the gray we were compromising yes things and so we were taught not and it's to still be, a shade of black yes like we were taught not to be in gray mm-hmm. um and which is why we have pink because pink is a cuter color than gray <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's still gray but it's 
shaded in pink right it's shaded in pink. we live in the pink we live yeah. in the pink yeah. the barbie I'm, world i'm in the barbie yes i'm midge <laughs> reporting for duty hi midge hi midge hi midge <laughs> yeah and i've just realized in the last few years that pretty much everything is gray like yes i think life is just gray it is you know yeah. um or maybe that's like the maybe that is just the color. There, the gray is not really gray. It's just all the color, and the black and white is really the lack of color. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like they're the boring ones that just kind of fall off the radar because they they shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But that black and white really causes a lot of controversy. Controversy, mm-hmm. and now that's where my my issue lies. When people, when it's like, I no longer get. Like, if someone has a disagreeing view, right? Yeah. Like, growing up, it would be like, oh, they're on the wrong side, uh-huh. you know, or whatever. And now I'm like, okay, that's cool. They have a differing view. It's yeah. fine. And you move on with your day. And you move on. Yeah. Yes. But what I still have a hard time not getting different viewpoints of people are when they're in the black mm-hmm. or the white. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Um, and, and they're in your face about it. <laughs> and they're in your face about it because then I'm like, you haven't even tried to see someone else's mm-hmm. viewpoint. And you're just being like Bible bashing or what, you know, like right. bashing and being like, this is stupid. This is stupid. And I'm just going to like ride this horse all the day, mm-hmm. all the day long. I don't know. I don't know what the phrase is. Right after the sunset. <laughs> I'm going to ride this horse till I die. I don't know what the phrase is. That I'm thinking I don't think about. I, um, charge into battle. To, uh, no, I, gonna, I have no idea. Yeah, beats me <laughs> Char- yeah so that's my but what ride you- this horse to the ground is that something yeah or did i make that up right hmm. yeah beat this horse to the <laughs> sorry horses beat this horse dead <laughs> we're really talking about horses today i don't know um luckily those are the people that like we can see on social media or something and there are certain people like you just know that you're not ever going to be able to reason mm-hmm. right with because they're like, I am not compromising yeah. anything. Because then they feel like it's compromising values. You're right. Uh-huh. Versus versus um, being non-judgmental and trying to see both sides. Yeah. It's a very fine line. It is. And it's hard to know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when if, it, if it's not a big issue – like, no, I can't think of any. If it's not a political religion, mm-hmm. those issues aside, like, um, hey, I think that every Christmas you need to come to our house. Every Christmas Eve, you need to come to our house. This is this mm-hmm. is tradition. This is what you should do. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that? Like, that's a different kind where it's their firm belief that your family needs to go mm. to their house every Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And yes, that tradition has been played out. What? I, I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. something more personal mm-hmm. that actually affects every member in your family. And I mean, yeah. that those kind of debates. Like a grandparent might be offended if right. you don't. <clears throat> and for the record, I love coming to my family's house Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I was just trying to think of some issue that, <laughs> right, that requires a boundary. My um, therapist was talking about this, right? Um, I think there can become a lot of problems when we live to please others. Right. And mm-hmm. so like you're not doing anything wrong. Like, hey, I want to be with my family and create my own tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, 
nothing wrong with that, right? I'm, we're not talking about like going and killing someone being like, I just want to do that. <laughs> um, and someone else gets offended by that or someone else gets angry about that. Mm-hmm. It is so hard not to feel like it's your fault. You know? Because you didn't meet some expectation and tradition. You didn't meet a tradition. and um, But then there's like this point where it's like, I'm not in control of other people's emotions and mm-hmm. I have to not care about that because we're never going to please everyone, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I don't know if I'm like explaining this right in my head. It was like all together. <laughs> and then when you try to like say it in single sentences, Well, because there you know? are so many emotions attached to it. <laughs> yeah. Re- yeah. Yeah. Then you're like, I don't know. Cause there's a lot of those. Yeah. Where families just have traditions and it's mm-hmm. like, I've heard of people where it's like, if you don't show up for, oh, maybe this was you. I don't know. Every <laughs> Sunday dinner. Oh, right? No, like they me. would be, get really upset, like because everyone shows up for every Sunday dinner. Oof. And it's like, well, what if you don't want to for every single, mm-hmm. you know, and other people get upset. Um, but that's their choice, yeah. I guess. You know, it's yeah. not. Anyway, it, yeah. there's a lot of decisions like that where it has to be like, am I harming anyone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> am I just breaking your tradition and everyone is stuck in? Yeah. And everyone will be. Is it healthy? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Because well, it was even like, um, he, this therapist, he even went on to be like, it's kind of egotistical actually to think that we have the ability to make everybody happy. Do you know what or so, everyone miserable. Or everyone miserable. Yeah, like yeah. that we have so much power mm-hmm. over everyone. Yeah, it is kind of prideful to think that. Yeah, it's like an ego thing, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, if everyone is happy with me, like, I I made everyone happy. Yeah. Or if everyone's upset, I made everyone upset. I changed every condition possible for them to feel this way now. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we don't have that much power. Yeah. Yeah. And so if, if we're trying to, I don't know, have, <laughs> have that. So, like, the minute you, like, kind of take yourself out of it and be like, okay, well, that's a them issue and me issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not all about me. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like, then it kind of can change some things. Yeah. There is a really cool experience I had at my work a few months ago. And um, this, it was at Christmas time. And this lady had bought some equipment for her husband um, for my work. And um she had bought it like maybe a full month before like six weeks before Christmas and she called in maybe three or four weeks later and how she was placing the call I thought oh she's probably just gonna return the product you know she had the same script as hey I bought this product you know a couple weeks ago and so I had it prepped in my mind like okay I'm gonna get her ready to issue a return and then she said, you know, I sent it to my friend's house and um, my friend said she would store it there because um, I didn't want my husband to see it. So I sent it to her house and she, you know, I, when I had talked to her, she said she put it on the refrigerator and, um, and was storing it there. Well, then a few weeks later I called and she's like, oh, you know, I, I thought you had sent something in, but I never had it and it's gone. So I, I think we just, maybe you were thinking about sending it to me and I was going to store it on the fridge, but I, I don't, I don't have your product anymore. Your gift to your husband. I I never had it. And that's kind of a big, like, wait, what? Yeah. 
And it wasn't very much. It, I mean, it was $30. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like one of the big products that are 500 mm-hmm. And so she had told me the story. And this lady was so sweet. She's probably in her 50s or 60s. And she said, you know, I know it was there. Um, we had talked about it. And I don't remember if she said she went over to her friend's house and just saw it on their refrigerator. Mm-hmm. She's like, but I know she has cats. And I know those cats can be kind of naughty and they knock things over. And it's happened in the past. Like, mm. But she's getting a little older too and can be a little forgetful. And so um, I was like, oh, so are you wanting us to send you another product? Like maybe it didn't send get there? She's like, oh, no, no, no. No, I don't want you to misunderstand. I just want to repurchase this product. And I'll just have mm. it sent to my house. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so are you going to talk to your friend about it? You know, I was just more curious. I didn't, it mm-hmm. wasn't so much from a worker point of view as, yeah. like, how like, are you? I'm invested in I'm this invested. <laughs> like, tell me more. Yeah. I said, are you going to talk to your friend about it? She's like, no. She's like, I I decided a long time ago um, that if anything happened in this friendship, the friendship was, like, if she messed up on something, mm-hmm. I value our friendship so much more than a $30 product. And mm-hmm. I understand she's getting a little older and she forgets and... It's just not worth it to me to lose this friendship mm-hmm. over something that's so small that I could just repurchase because I'm in that position and it's not, mm. you know, if it were a big thing, then, you know, I'd probably talk to her more about it. But it, it just, it was really cool to see that yeah. she was willing to reposition her viewpoint or keep keep her friend in a really good light mm-hmm. and understand that things happen. This mm-hmm. friend is still, I want to keep her as my best friend and it's, it's okay. Like things happen yeah. and if it does show up, Okay, we'll have a good laugh about it. (laughs) Yeah, and that I it was neat. I think that shows, which is what all of this comes down to, is respect. Yes, right. Like she knows that her friend friend probably respects her enough not to lie to her. Exactly. Like it probably yeah. Like a cat might have knocked it down, and her friend friend forgot because she's getting older. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and so rather than immediately jump onto like. She's no, lying to me, and if, it's, yeah. if she's a liar, then I can't be her friend. And you, and yeah, over this thirty dollars thing, but like they she both had proven res- herself as a friend. Yeah, and she wasn't gonna throw that away over something small that she yeah. probably wouldn't like. Yeah, <laughs> my company. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, she like respected her enough not to like make her feel bad, and her you know, and she knows that her re- friend respects her enough. To not purposely be lying about something. Yeah. And I I wish that's how every relationship could be. Right. You know, because a lot of a lot of the extreme things come from a lack of respect. Or of, misunderstanding. Or misunderstanding. And yeah. Not enough grace given. Mm-hmm. Because and sometimes things happen and out of no malintention, it's just that's just how it played out and mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You don't go in, hopefully you don't go into thinking, yeah, I'm going to screw my friend over. I'm going to mm-hmm. think this way. I'm going to do something to hurt them. It's, mm-hmm. I honestly thought this way and it was a good thing. You mm-hmm. see it differently and let's settle in the middle and yeah. figure out what we do agree on. I agree. I've, I've heard a saying that was like, in every scenario there, there mm-hmm. are three, um, there are three viewpoints or something like mm-hmm. that. There's one person's viewpoint, there's the other person's viewpoint, and then there's the actual viewpoint <laughs> of like what happened. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, like there's been times where I'm like, 
we have this right now. This is a silly thing. Mm -hmm. But in our house, there is a mug, a Christmas mug. (laughs) And we have saved it for our whole marriage, 15 years almost, um, because we thought it was the other person's childhood mug. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And just recently, my (laughs) husband came and was like, this mug... um, dropped I don't know if there's like a little chip on it or whatever he's like I'm sorry I'm like I don't care it's yours like (laughs) well I mean not like in a bad way he was like not hurt that it was you know but he was just like I'm sorry and he's like this isn't mine I'm like yeah it is it's your childhood I only kept it because it was yours yeah I was like I don't neither of us like it we were both just like (laughs) keeping it because it was the other person's obviously we got it from somewhere so it's one of our child not childhood but just like a mug from one of our houses yeah but nothing because neither of us would have bought it because we don't (laughs) like it um there is there is an actual what actually happened Mm -hmm. but or where it actually came from and i'm sure it's from one of us but both of us like firmly believe it's not from us (laughs) do you know what i mean like we're (laughs) yeah definitely not mine yeah it's definitely not mine so it must be yours no it's your your no that's funny um that's funny that you guys kept it so long too yeah so i think there are things in our brain sometimes like we do interpret things differently than how they really are mm -hmm. um and so like someone might say something and our brain is like oh they mean this and then it kind of creates it as the real story in your mind truth yeah Uh as the real story so people can come and i'm not talking about people that just blatantly lie and that do you know we're talking about the normal people that we interact with people that that we we like yes Yes. there are people that are just pieces of crap and we don't need to deal with them (laughs) just kidding go bury them in the earth (laughs) and they can go do their own thing um they're the people that we don't associate with because they have no middle ground (laughs) yes because they are terrible (laughs) (laughs) There are terrible people. Um, so, yeah, I – and I've heard this somewhere. I don't remember it, like a brain study. Like our brains do create a reality. Yeah. And a lot of times it is not exactly what the reality was. But know? it's all tailored to your experiences, your viewpoints, your – Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I think that's how a lot of disagreements happen. Like they're lying to me. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. And someone is like, no, this has happened, you know. Um, I do that. There a lot. are always three parts, the three, yeah. three actual viewpoints. Yeah, I'll do that a lot with like, you know, Paul and I. We get on just great. You know, we understand each other, mm-hmm. and sometimes we'll say things, and I'll instantly go into some kind of a defense. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm being mean, but I just feel like I don't deserve enough respect. Like I don't deserve mm-hmm. the respect that he's always giving me. Like. I might as well just make it harder for myself. Like, it, oh. it sounds really weird and doesn't make sense to me even. Mm-hmm. But he'll say he'll say something that is meant nicely. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no bad intention mm-hmm. attached to it at all. Mm-hmm. And I immediately go through and I, I'll find Comet to match how I'm feeling about myself. Like, crap. Mm. And so then I'll be kind of annoyed. Like, oh, why did you say it like that? No, no, no. I didn't say anything like that. This mm-hmm. is what I'm meaning to be. Like, I don't go out of my way to be mean to you. I don't go out of my way to make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing attached to this. Yeah. And and he's right. Like, there's nothing that – but I wanted it to represent how I was feeling about myself. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was feeling fat that day or something. Mm-hmm. And he says something that triggers, oh, yeah, I am feeling fat. Oh, and he, he – nothing is said Mm -hmm. and i can't think of an example now which kind of sucks but 
Well, I I mean, I can't think of that specific, mm-hmm. um, but I do know what you're talking about because yeah. like someone might give me a compliment on something that I'm self-conscious because I've done this too. Yeah. Um, like my husband, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, you look beautiful today. And I'm like, are you making fun of me? Uh-huh. Like in our yes. head, we change it to, ha- to have some sarcasm right. with it just a little bit. And you know? somehow you're validating yourself mm-hmm. and you feel better about it because look, I just validated how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. But why wasn't I willing to validate? I think compliment? it still puts us in control. Mm-hmm. Like because yes. in those moments we're feeling a little bit out of yeah, control. And I so you're, you're like, right. if I can figure out what they're saying, they're not tricking me, you know, like because uh-huh. I'm sure there was like an underlying this, like they must have They had this. to mean something mean by it. Yes. So I am being oh. on top of it. And I'm interpreting it like how they actually meant it. I'm not like trusting that person. There are person. no surprises. I'm just like yeah. sitting in my truth and what I know and I'm just going to like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're spot on with control because currently I don't feel like I have too much control in my own life. Mm-hmm. You know, mostly just work circumstances. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have that amount of control mm-hmm. and that's a good portion of my day. And because of that, mm-hmm. I need to take control of something else mm-hmm. and, you know, I'll be at work all day. Maybe it's a really bad day and I get home and the kids will be happy. And then if something sets them off, oh, great. It's just me. You know, I'm the one makes everyone mad. And I, I put it on myself as, mm-hmm. well, at least I was able to control this circumstance. Like mm-hmm. I know that they're only mad because I got home and I, you know, and it's yeah. not true. It's because somebody stole a pencil, something stupid. <laughs> like <laughs> they got mad because they're kids and mm-hmm. they have, Big emotions too that have nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah, but in your world, you're like I should make sure this. I am aware of everything. <laughs> it's all about me. I know that. Well, not, not just all, of it, but it, it's like with um, like when I was dating, mm-hmm. um, kind of like with the control thing. There was a a poor a part of dating where I was like hurt badly, and so after that, I had to be the person that cared less in every Ooh, relationship. And so if someone complimented me a lot or did whatever, mm-hmm. you know, then I would be like, yeah, they don't really mean it. Like, I would just kind of keep it at a, at a distance. distance. Uh-huh. But then you're bringing yourself down at the same time. Yeah. Like, you're kind of like mm-hmm. keeping it at a distance but being like, oh, it's it's just me and they're over, like. Yeah. And that's I, not really fair either mm-hmm. way. Fair to yourself, fair to them. Because mm-hmm. they weren't being jerks. Mm-hmm. They said something nice. Oh, my tummy growled. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but it's also like we – I think we talked about this before. Um, like if things are going well in life, mm-hmm. you know, then we fulfill that things are going bad. Like yeah. for some reason – I think it's just a protection in our brain. Mm-hmm. You know, like if yeah. if we're prepared, it's better. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm prepared that everyone is mad because I'm home. If I'm prepared, if that's like – At least like, I know. <laughs> yeah. At least I'm like in control of this situation versus like I'm just going to show up and be like happy. Then if people are mad at me, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, a surprise. Yeah. Like yeah. In- uh-huh. instead we're just, um, you know, or yeah, if things go bad, then it's like, yeah, I knew they would be. I've been preparing for this. This is why I didn't Phew. get – This is why I didn't get happy. This is why I didn't – get too optimistic about things is because hey, it's going to go to crap I anyway it's going to go wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and so anyway I, it's interesting but I so I do the same thing and I think back on conversations and I'm like was there 
some sarcasm. Wait, were they making fun of me? Like, mm-hmm. I'll do that. Yeah. In the moment, I'll leave conversations feeling really good. And then by the next day, I feel horrible. And you're mad about at them. It. Those jerks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I feel stupid. I'm like, oh, man, was I too vulnerable? Was I too? Were they making fun of me? Were they? <laughs> yeah. Like, and all of a sudden, the whole story is different mm-hmm. in my head. And I feel sick to my stomach about it when I felt that day like everything was great. Great about it. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. So our brains really do change the reality. And so two people having different realities Mm -hmm. and trying to like argue about it. How many times has their story changed and Mm -hmm. warped into something? Yeah. When we know that ours can too. Mm -hmm. Because we've done it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which makes it, I mean, yeah. So. Mm -hmm. So to lighten it up a smidgy. What about when people recommend movies and they suck or books <laughs> and they suck? We all know those people who <laughs> recommend terrible things and you watch it or read it and you think, oh my gosh, never again. And then Did you like, like that one? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> and you think, how can I be friends with someone who likes this stuff? Yeah. And I hope they never recommend anything again because I won't be. Unless like 500 other people who I trust. We have, good. <laughs> you always recommend good books, so that's good. Whew. I don't I don't recommend any books, so that's good. <laughs> I don't <know>. I'm like, <laughs> Harry Potter? I don't know. The list that of 10 was, popular that books. That was really all good time. in junior oh, yeah. high. <laughs> so I'm really bad at that. Um, although I do question your taste in Elvis, so. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just I kidding. question it too. I mean... That was more of, you know, that was a teenager. And now I just carry through with it because it's a tradition. It's fun. tradition. <laughs> we have an Elvis cal- uh, cal- calendar. Have you seen that? Is it's a it big in your wall. soap room? Nope. Nope. Oh, it's in the kitchen. No, I haven't. Yeah, it's in the kitchen. It's big. <laughs> and my brother got it for me um, oh. because, you know, I had always liked Elvis. It was just one of those fun, ha yeah. yeah, my daughter has. Thor. I'm just kidding. I'm not judging. Oh, I know. You. It's fine. Okay, it's fine if you are because <laughs> my own opinions have changed. <laughs> and now I think, yeah, Elvis was cool, but was it just because the f- like, not a huge shock value, but just yeah, ha, huh, Elvis is fun. Like yeah, no other reason than yeah, he's I'm sure good to look at, whatever. But <laughs> good music. <laughs> it's really hot. A hundred year old man. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, so my brother got me for Christmas a big wall calendar. Uh-huh. And Paul's like, is that going in here? And it wasn't. But then in that moment, now it yeah, is. it is. <laughs> so it's in our kitchen. Big Elvis. <laughs> and every time he's like, do we have to have this? We didn't until you said we did. But like, now we until do. Until you said we shouldn't. <laughs> and it's only February, so all year long. We're just starting out. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Me and John have that. Um, he has a different taste in music. They're going to say women. I was like, oh. Um, <laughs> than I do. You know. I like pixie cuts might, and he doesn't. <laughs> that might be a bigger kidding. discussion you guys should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, in music. Like, I cannot stand Western. <laughs> like Buck Owens Western? No. Oh yeah, is no, that no, the I kind? can't. Okay. Yeah, um, any country, twangy, yeah, okay. very twangy country. I cannot stand it. Um, but yeah, like 
I mean, there's a whole genre, like Western movies, like yeah. people having Western accents, you know, or saying ain't, or, you know, like, <laughs> I, I have a strong bias and it's wrong of me. I just can't. But it's there. But he likes it. And you think and poorly he... of those people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, um... John, I don't know how you like this song. (laughs) John, I hate it. Do I really love you? I don't know. (laughs) I like how it goes to the very baseline of all emotion. (laughs) We go to the black, you know, like pretty fast. I think I hate you. Or um, Bob Ross. He loved, he he always came home and watched Bob Ross every day. Loves Bob Ross. Or at least now it's like just a sentimental, you Mm -hmm. know, comfort thing. Uh, But I grew up with a dad who was an artist did not love Bob Ross. I see. So yeah. you were very prejudiced against. I was against. prejudiced against, like, oh, the generic Bob Ross. <laughs> oh. Like, ooh. He painted a tree and he's smiling. His perspectives aren't that great and his, you know, proportions are not. <laughs> but you know what we did? He explained why he liked Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. I explained why I didn't like it, Bob Ross. <laughs> and, and it was, was out of my house ever since. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Never he again. had a Bob Ross calendar and a Bob Ross bobblehead because he has a sister that gives him... Bob, Bob Ross, Ross when she yeah. sees him. We played a game. With and you we guys. played a, a Bob game. Ross game. Oh, and we have a board game. <laughs> you guys are very into it. Very into it. I liked Bob Ross too. Like, I didn't watch too much, but I watched more of the. Um, sorry, I'm cutting you off. Keep oh, going. you're. No, you're fine. Oh, we talked about it and we were like, cool. You don't like it. I mean, <laughs> wow, that's a deep conversation. <laughs> Sounded riveting. <laughs> I know. Like, I worked through all those this years. Is of like issues. a small cheesy thing. Okay. You know. <laughs> Natalie, well, sorry I cut off. you off. What was your punchline? Cool. <laughs> wow, full circle. <laughs> I really like took it home there. Cool. <laughs> no, I just think people can get pretty aggressive and, and you know, and be you like took the Bob Ross approach. I took the Bob. Cool. Cool. <laughs> No, I th- I just explained why I didn't like him, and he didn't take it offensively, and I didn't I he explained I why he, he why he it. liked it, and I still was like, "You're weird, but it's cool." <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're wrong, <laughs> but you can still share the same bedroom. There's with me. there's enough respect that we can understand each other's perspectives. <laughs> what were you gonna say before I had oh, my your big epiphany conclusion? in life? Yep. Cool. <laughs> cool. That's cool. my opinion to everything, or what I say when people cool. disagree. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> maybe this is a little aggressive, but I'm feeling pretty good about it. Huh? So when this isn't what I was going to say either, <laughs> but <laughs> if somebody says something that is very wrong, mm-hmm. I, I won't give circumstances because it'll show my hands too much. It's too revealing. <laughs> but if somebody says something that, okay, let me, okay, Natalie, you are a violist. And you play violin, and you're wonderful at it. If somebody, I'm like were shaking to, my head. Yeah, yes, I'm, I am. Yes. I'm <laughs> no, amazing. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> but you are the appropriate response. Thank you. But if somebody were to come in and say, "I'm going to say it wrong because I don't even know," actually, this is the C chord, mm-hmm. and they are so absolute. You'll probably be like, "No, actually, this is mm-hmm. no," because I read on YouTube this, mm-hmm. and this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You're never going to convince them because they're stupid, right? Like. Mm-hmm. And yes, some people are just dumb. <laughs> I'm thinking of some of my own circumstances that are not music. So I'm calling these other people stupid, okay? Okay. <laughs> Unrelated to music. But 
my reaction to that would just, if they kept going on, I would just be like, huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. And that's it. I'd raise my eyebrows slightly and just, huh. Mm-hmm. No satisfaction they're going to get from me and like, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, this. Or, no, like, oh, yeah, you're right. You yeah. are a genius. Or me just extra backing it up because they're just too dumb to reason with. So it's just, mm-hmm. huh. <laughs> and I think it really infuriates them. And it feels very satisfying to me to just, huh. <laughs> and I do that sometimes, not you, often, but enough where I, I feel pretty dang good about it. I do that with kids. <laughs> huh. uh, cool. <laughs> cool. That's my version. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I'm not sure which one's more insulting. You saying cool and acting like you're way cool about it? Or me just being like, you're dumbass. Uh-huh. Huh. <laughs> your your face gives it um, it does it is that look of like you're dumb and i'm saying huh <laughs> huh huh paul first started that and i adopted it from him he wouldn't oh. say it to me too much but the times he did say it, he was right but <laughs> but i've since taken that and kind of i always just think it's own. funny if you're talking to someone who's experienced in something or a professional and you're trying to convince them like of something else mm-hmm. um then, like they have the experience and you're the one who's inferior with your yeah, knowledge yeah. oh okay but youtube told me this oh so therefore, therefore. i need to convince the professional that <laughs> this is how it is it's it's a hard i mean i i would say like cool or huh mm-hmm. but in my head is it wrong this is where we go back to like people with differing Mm -hmm. is it wrong to just be like they're not my type of person i don't think so because they're uncultured teachable (laughs) oh that too well Well, like with whatever it is i'm like am i really friends with what i people that are very strongly opinionated on things they know nothing about yeah because what else if that's such a a shallow issue maybe Mm -hmm. and they're so wrong about it and absolutely they just know they're right. Mm-hmm. What other things are they going to lead me to? Right. Hot water with my Christmas tree. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've done that. I just, <laughs> I just have a hard time being friends with people that don't think beyond surface. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so if you just take, like, I saw this on YouTube. I saw this on whatever, on the TikTok. news. Yeah. I saw that, I saw this conservative viewpoint on a conservative channel mm-hmm. or a liberal on a liberal channel that's as far as it goes so it's right yeah I I just have a hard time being like let's be friends because like, <laughs> I'm like I um I'm not saying I'm like super smart but you're willing to at least I do talk like, about more than just yeah a fact thrown out that may not be a fact right? yeah I do yeah. like to be around people that are like there's a little more depth to mm-hmm. A little Life. more intellectually stimulating, which well, is why I see you want to be my friends. And it's yes, really nice. Yes. Well, you know what? Like, I am totally fine talking about dumb, stupid things and laugh. No, no. Which is no. Right. <laughs> That was a good way to, like, turn it around. I'm like, oh, look how smart I am. Yeah, I'm fine talking about stupid things. No. Cool. That's not what I meant. <laughs> cool, Natalie. No. I'm saying I think it's great to have both. <laughs> Which is why you feel this need in, my, in one person. No. No. I no, because sometimes we laugh about poop, right? I don't. Oh, I mean you don't. I am too intellectual. Or flapping boobs or whatever. Okay, Pancake boobs. Okay, I laugh okay, about poop. Yes. So sometimes we do that. And sometimes we get 
deep on an issue. So my point is, I'm not saying every moment I have to talk deeply. Right? <laughs> That's all I meant. Is I know what you mean. Sometimes, sometimes I think it's totally cool to talk about poop. Oh, I'm going to stop now. No, no. You're no. awesome, Alicia. I know. There was no insult. Cool. Meant- <laughs> There was no insult oh, meant I know. in that. I'm too amazing to think otherwise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, but that did come out wrong. No, it came out perfect. <laughs> did it? One time, um, one time, it was really funny. Paul, we had a family member. She's no longer part of our family. Mm-hmm. And for those of you listening who are family, you don't know who I'm talking about because there are a few people who are out. So you mm. don't know who I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> I'm sure you listen to my podcast anyway. <laughs> Our podcast. But... Anyway, one time there we had a bookshelf in our house. Mm-hmm. We still have a bookshelf, different house. A bookshelf and all the kids' books were on the lower level so they could grab them. Mm-hmm. You know, small little silly books. And mm-hmm. then the ones that are higher up were for me and Paul, just a little more in-depth books, you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. For the smarter people. The smarter people. I'm just kidding. Yeah. The higher up, the, the smarter you up. are. <laughs> Yes, that's what it was. You know, like some of the medical books were up here, you know, just yeah. to our level of height. But this family member came over and she's like, oh, I'm going to read this book. And she grabbed it. Mm-hmm. And Paul was like, oh, no. And he took it from her hand and put it back. That's too high of a level for you. <laughs> <laughs> and she, it was great. She took it, thankfully, as is intended. Yeah. She's an it's idiot. A joke. I'm just <laughs> And she was just, you know, she wasn't smart enough to know. <laughs> just kidding. She wasn't offended. No, but it was, it was great. She was mm-hmm. laugh crying because it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, that isn't my level. Let me. And she bends down <laughs> awkwardly to grab a little kid book. You know, Miss Piggle Wiggle. Well, not Piggle Wiggle. This is your type of book. Yeah, mm, an ABC book. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so speaking of level. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to turn this around and be like, Natalie? <laughs> so not on your level, lady. <laughs> yeah, so with the movies, there are some people, like I said, that I just don't ask for movie recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I think like, that applies. We can be friends, but don't talk about movies. But just don't. Mm-hmm. And same with politics, religion. Mm-hmm. Just, we can talk about other things like what kind of food you ate today. Mm-hmm. Not what kind you like, <laughs> but what did you eat? <laughs> This is how we limit our mm-hmm. <laughs> conversations with those friends. And- yes. Well, you have to limit it with me with um, book re- recommendations from me. Oh, whatever. Because if I did, I'm like, I don't know. I read Patrick's book the other day, which is like a young adult novel. <laughs> Some of <laughs> like, those are great. I'm like, that was the last book I read. Oh, no. It's and I'm great. super cultured in that. You are. You are very cultured. <laughs> I mean, you read music and you know what it sounds like. You know what? That's I cool. do read music. <laughs> <laughs> you know what yes I what am, did mozart i am today? deep you you are You're, you really yeah, are i am i read mozart <laughs> and like his dissertation Bach. Bach. <laughs> and i say it correctly i don't say batch i don't no, say I don't. batch <laughs> i do not <laughs> i do not i do not say beethoven <laughs> i do not beethoven beethoven <laughs> So, did we answer our question? How do you deal with people? How do you keep relationships with people of differing views? <laughs> the word that we can use to sum up is boundaries, right? And, and respect. respect. Yeah. Yes. And that I, would probably solve all of the world's problems. All of life's problems. You and I would probably make a better president than most presidents. No kidding. Because we typically care more. 
We should. About others. Yeah. We think deeply. <laughs> some of us do. <laughs> I don't as much. Over here. And some I'm of a shallow us are friends. Some of us are just friends because we like to talk shallow. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that's all we have today. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to follow us on social media at podcast somewhere in between. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk next week. Bye. Bye.